After I called you, he, what time did you get home? I got home like two, three. <laughs> yeah, yeah the bus was because there was no tube. There was no tube. Uber. Night tube. Still doing a bus weekend. Oh. Um, night tube's weekend. Uber bought, but not interested in coming to my ends. Um, one like tw- the first one twenty pounds. They've even returned the money. 22 bolts, 22 pounds, they've returned the money. So I don't know if it's my rating or what, but the girls are just not here for me. So um, I had to take a bus and the bus was like maybe 10 minutes after I called you. And then it took 44 minutes. Like its route, had it just been normal, was gonna take 44 minutes. But then someone came on without paying. So the bus driver was like, oh, I'm not playing that game with you. And then he's like, well, I'm calling the police. So the police didn't end up coming. The guy just gave up because clearly he could see that. And then there was another guy who tried to do it. And other people tried to do it as well. Same thing, getting in without paying. He stopped it. And then they leave because they see, oh, ah, damn, it's not happening. And then some guy comes from downstairs, upstairs, clearly drunk. And he's like, do you take care of them? Like, like he was like ready to run. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm just like, and you know what? I'm like, you know what? I'm not even surprised this is happening to me. I'm on the, I'm on a bus after 2 a.m. on a Monday. Like, I think they might get the wrong impression. I kind of, I kind of asked for it. So when we get to the, like the stop, almost like the one before my stop, some guy gets up. And it's, when he gets up, I don't even, I can't even say it in English. I saw your tweet and I was like, I was going to ask about this. Pulling, you see Like, so he's sagging, mm-hmm. his pants are sagging, but there's no underwear on. And sagging, I mean like proper down. He doesn't have anywhere, any, any underwear on. So when we see him, it's just cheeks. <laughs> and it's, and they were ashy. Like, I mean, I don't know, I'm not saying it's like, there's a situation I would have accepted it. Cheeks in the middle of the night. I was just like, Anisu, do you genu- have you genuinely ever had a moment where you're like, guys, I can't be the only person seeing this? So, like, you look around to see if anyone can see what you're so seeing. So I'm, I'm like, because so, I think I was just looking forward, right? And then he gets up, and then he kind of pulls it up, but he continues. Like, you can see he can kind of feel a breeze, but he doesn't pull up as in to cover my ass crack. Well, just it's, like, it's pull up too. I'm still lengthening, but I'm, I'm just bringing it up a little bit. Bring it up a little bit. So just wow. cheeks, cheeks, cheeks. He gets off, he goes. And like people on the bus can see that I've seen. Cause I'm like, <laughs> and then I come, and then this guy, the guy next to me, busts out laughing because he's like, he I think he's deep in my reaction. We, and then I look, there's another guy laughing, like we are we're proper like So everyone's like gassed, like you're busting up. Because generally the sh- like, you know, you just never expected something to happen. So it was like. I, just, I was like, no way, no fuck, ain't, ain't no way, ain't no fucking way. So, and then just, I was like, wow, this is what I get being on the bus. Like, I, and you know what, I did six in and Karen. It's giving alcoholic. Drinking on a Monday. Like, Don't make unnecessary journeys. <laughs> but you know what, it was like, it's not my only time that I got to see her, but they were in London anyways. So yeah, so that's what happened. Um, just 
like like after 2 a.m. And I'm telling you guys, that's the last time I'm on a bus at 2 a.m. I'm going to Uber. I mean, obviously, I wasn't unsafe, but it was just like very, very wild to be seeing cheeks. Like, and you know, have you ever been in a situation where something happens and the thought literally crosses your mind, I can't believe this is my life right now? Like, this is really happening. Like, I can just imagine the trajectory of all these people coming in, not wanting to pay, the bus being held up, them trying to get... And how long was this man sitting there (laughs) that it meant his bare cheeks were on the chair? And all of us are going to come and sit on TFL transport. You see see why people fight when you guys sit on their chairs with your TFL clothes? Oh, yeah. uh, With your outside clothes. Yeah, inside. People are raw-dogging. People are actually raw-dogging. That's actual (laughs) raw-dogging of the TFL seats. Like, excuse me? And I, I, I can't lie, that thing where I'm like, is this actually my life? Like, where I proper look for the camera. I mean, it happens in, like, awkward situations. <laughs> but it, happens, it hasn't happened to me for a while. So genuinely, you know that moment where you're genuinely looking for the camera, like, guys, where's, like... Y'all see this shit? <laughs> like, because you know, then the camera is going to have... And then the person is directly... Like, <laughs> and then you are also like, y'all are getting this? Y'all, y'all are getting this, right? But um, that was my evening, and I think like we just like that we talked about it briefly. Um, Bev, Bev and me are not friends, guys. I'm even. I'm going to DLT. I'm going sober. Nope, <laughs> not me, not me, guys. The night after you sleeping. Nope, I'm <laughs> going. I'm going to enjoy that place, and I'm going to be the designated driver. I wish I drove so I could actually justify this. Um, but yeah, I think I want to take a break at least. I have exams, like professional exams in September. So I want to take a break, um, bev-wise, and then maybe just drink for my birthday. I mean, it's going to be hard because that's like literally two months. Yeah, yeah it's probably going to be hard. I think, especially in the summer, it's even harder because the sun is giving, the vibes are vibesing. That'll be the one day you start with, and that's the thing with bev, it's a slippery slope. You start off with, okay, I won't go too ham. I'll have one drink. It's, that's that's just not how it goes. I keep saying to, like, I was laughing with um, one of my friends about how the week of Royal Boys, I kept saying, I kind of last week was recess. I don't want to keep bevving. Do you know what? I'll drink. Wah, wah, wah. Literally, wah, wah, wah. Like, I was saying to Wesley, yo, it's so hot. And you know, um, when it's really hot and you have bev, I feel like it mixes with your body in the nastiest way. I was like, friend, this heat wave is heat waving. I don't know how to explain, but I feel like it's like the alcohol boils in your body. It's like it boils in your body. It's, like, it's just, if the alcohol is 6% normally, this time it's 12%. 12, double. It's doubled or it's just concentrated. Because if you get wave during a heat wave, even if you drink the same amount when it's cold, it's not the same thing. It does not feel the same Wait. If anything, I can probably drink more in the cold because obviously yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to get warm. Like it would take a lot more because we're trying to do a lot more than in what we're doing in the sun. In the sun. So that day it was hot. The venue was hot. I was pre-drinking with Tracy by the time when they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's let's go off. <laughs> You're like, pull that bitch up. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the scene <laughs> where I think. Isa it's with Tasha. They've they've just shown. Yeah, they were like, oh, they found her, and then she's like, no, guys, I don't want to know what she looks like. And then I don't know what happened. Something she happened. Went to the toilet, and obviously, mirror, mirror the, 
Mirror bitch like literally gave her the balls, and then when Molly comes in, you good? Pull that bitch, Pull that bitch up. <laughs> I'm actually gonna give you a link for insecure because I have one. Like I have um, I I found it, so I'm gonna rewatch. So I'll give you the link. So is it can... is it high quality? Yeah, it is. Because honestly, the only reason I'm rewatching Girlfriends is because I couldn't find Insecure, oh. and so and you know it, it is I'm good. Right, I, though. It's nice though. I love I love Girlfriends. I think I'm noticing they're way too. Di- I think they're way too different for us to have been comparing them. I think it's actually rude to both parties to compare Insecure with Girlfriends. The only thing that's similar is Did people try that for a little bit. Isn't it? You know, they kept trying to say Molly was Tony. Oh. That was wrong. <laughs> yeah, even because, like because I'm also like in the middle of a girlfriend rewatch. Yeah, like they're so different. They're so at, different. At her worst, I at the, at both of them at their worst, I think Molly was worse than Tony. Wait, at their worst, like their abs. Oh well. Oh yeah, Molly. Tony, Tony did try sleeping with. But also, girlfriend season one. I think like girlfriend season one, you can't count it. Yeah, you can't. Because I don't think they knew it was gonna keep coming on. Exactly. Because it's just but, a different show after season one. But even then, I feel like as much as it was wrong for that, her reasoning. Maybe you know what? It's because if Joan has no more haters, I'm no longer with you guys. <laughs> I I have sadly passed away. I've moved on to I've the next life. Transi- so I've made my transition into the next one. You see what I mean? So that's why even with Tony trying that, I'm like, but Joan kind of had it coming, you know? I can, But I definitely agree. Do you know what the problem is? The bigger picture is both Tony and Molly at their worst were still not touching Joan's evilness. That's all we need to work with. Knowing that I, I'm, I'm on season, I'm on season four, so after Tony's wedding. And guys, the run-up to Tony's wedding is Joan. one of the wildest runs I've ever seen. Like, guys... How are you jealous of your best friend that you've known? I don't know if it's grade four, grade two. You've known this girl since, I'm not diapers, but like, guys, there's no way I could, no way. I don't even know how Tony came back from that. I, I, and I know that obviously Tony, she's selfish, she's this, she's that, all the things that Joan and all of them would say and stuff like it's that. Not, it's not, those things they're not to hurt people. She's just exactly like it's not out of malicious intent. The things that Joan did were actually malicious, and even apart from that, so self-serving. No, guys, th- she I actually don't... never thought about anybody but herself. But herself, never. the entire show. Like, oh, if it's not herself, it's a man. One thing about Joan, she was getting married. No, I have to go run after Ellis. Da, da, da. Um, when she, when Tony was trying on wedding dresses, Joan was saying all of them are ugly. Like, like guys, even Molly at her worst. Like, even Molly. And Molly, the worst thing Molly did was season four. Like, and even then, they had fought. And I've always said that the writers, maybe to the writers, it looked like Molly and Issa were doing even. things to each other. But it didn't come off like that. It, Molly's, Molly's sins were much worse. But yeah. even then, that's better than what I was seeing on Girlfriends. Nah. That's friendship. It's bad. And I think like we had we had a brief conversation about this. It's so sad how colorism works because even when I was watching Girlfriends Younger, I just felt like Tony was evil. In my head, I was really led to feel like she's really the villain of this. She's the reason that friendship has problems. Has you know, and even then, the first first time I watched Girlfriends, I must have been in like standard five, standard six. 
And that's when you're not even really old enough to grasp everything. Because I remember I remember what happened the episode before. You know what I mean? And the next couple of rewatches, because you know, funny enough, like you said, you don't remember what happens. When I was younger, I used to watch Girlfriends or think that you can watch Girlfriends as a regular sitcom, as a standalone standalone show, as in each episode is just an episode. It's only when I was older that I realized this is an actual series. Like the things are happening in chronological order. Like there are things that... Tony, that you could be mad, one person could be mad about from like the, two episodes like, ago. Like when Tony discovered what his name was broke, it's a recurring storyline. Or when yeah. Tony herself was broke, um, it's a recurring story it was, there were things like today they would repossess something, today, tomorrow she doesn't have a car. Like it's just, yeah. Or oh, William and that lady, like the relationship with the, whatever. Eva? Work. What's her name? Sharon. The Sharon. Sharon. How it would have been a continuous thing for if for you to know that it started from here, it went here, this happened, or whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah, like when we were younger, it's only when it came to Netflix last year and I rewatched for like maybe the third time, because that would have been the third time in my life that I'm watching it. And even the second time I watched it in high school when I just found it on a random channel on DSTV, I still didn't really, I wasn't watching it religiously enough to actually put the pieces together that. I know. You weren't no binging problem. Yes, I wasn't binging it. So for me to have actually sat and watched and been like, June is actually demonic. Like something <laughs> is wrong with this babe. So it's only now, and I'm like, it's actually crazy how all these things and factors in society have such a big You got away with it. But you know what? I, I love being the, the, the person who was probably the most stable in the friendship and had the most money. Um, but you see, that's how. But okay, isn't that funny then? Because in Insecure, that, that's actually Molly. Molly's the one who has the high-paying job. Her life is not crazy, but you're still led. And you know, I, I don't know if then you could say it's colorism per se, but Molly does look different to Issa. That one I can say. Issa and Molly don't look the same. And maybe it's that. But I think with Insecure, I think it's more Issa's personality is easier to feel sorry for. Like Issa, they, they made Issa's character significantly more likable. And sympathetic. Yeah, and it's easy for you to feel sorry for because of all these things. And also, like, the character of Issa is a lot more relatable to many people. So I think naturally, like you said, they do look different. But I also know how, for example, the way Americans define colorism is very different to the rest of the world. Like, their spectrum is very different, such that there are a lot of people that look like Issa who you will say that, oh, I'm dark skin or, oh, I'm actually brown skin or like their general spectrums are very, very different. Whereas I've noticed that there's some people who in other parts of the world, you know where we're from, for example, South Africa, Botswana, um, even Zimbabwe, too. so there's certain people who in our countries would consider this person as fair skinned or light skinned. Whereas in the States, you get that it's like, ah, this person's brown skin. Like, what are you guys talking about? That's not a light skin. That's not because for them, people that are more biracial adjacent, um, I think it's their scale is shifted. It's not. It's like they don't have girls like what's that? The like the Sudanese like yeah. Like they, that their scale doesn't factor in those people. Exactly. Whereas our scales, we know what if someone is dark, we yeah, know dark. But yeah. also for us, because in our part of the world, for example, colored is an actual race. In America, they operate a lot heavily with the one drop rule. Lazen, if you're biracial, you can say the N-word. <laughs> if you your parents are the ones who are biracial and then they make a child, where in our part of the world, that would be a colored. 
for them, I'm black. So the spectrum even of fairer skinned people is also wider because they operate from this one drop rule. So you're telling me, let me just let me just get this right. You're telling me Megan Markle, yeah, Megan Markle's kids can say the N-word according to them. According to them, yes. I think it's only in the last few years why people on TikTok and stuff like that have right. been trying to basically make the people that are fair skinned in on situations that, yeah, cool, your great grandpa is black, but like not you're not black. Like hate to break it to you. You're not black. Um, you have black in you. You have black in you, but you are not black because even the black actual experience in terms of how black people are treated, you may never ever ever relate to that because you probably never get that. Then like he's said, ginger. You imagine if Archie and and what's what's the other girl's name? Lilibet are walking around busy dropping the N bomb M bomb because they're my nigga. Uh, as in my nigga thing, and it's like my nigga, my nigga. It's like I know. Yes, your grandmother is a black woman. But I know who your great grandmama is. Do you know what's crazy? With even their grandma, apparently Megan's Marco, Megan Markle's mom is even biracial. She's not like fully African American. That lady looking, that lady darker than my mama. Like, what's her name? Anyway, anyway, this is not why we're here. We are not Actually, the race. We digress. We're not the race podcast. We're really not. We digress so much. But um, one sec. Pause. I wanted to trust on my food. Um, <laughs> but actually, this isn't a race podcast. Like you said, this isn't an insecure podcast. We're not doing insecure anymore, unfortunately. But guys, welcome to a new episode of the Reality Check Podcast. This is episode 33. I'm Nessu. And I'm Leo. And we're back. Um, at least this is the first time in a long time we've done a podcast two weeks in a row. Let's keep it up. I'm so I'm so we might even post it on time. We actually might even get it uploaded on time. So without further ado, celebrate good times, right? Um, but since we wrapped up Real Houses of Lagos last week, I think it's safe to say we are taking it easy this week and we have three shows on our roster to discuss. That is Real Houses of Dubai, Beverly Hills, and Atlanta. So without any further ado, I'm gonna ask my lovely co-host. What they'd like to start with, uh, Leo? I can't lie. I feel like every episode I watched this week was good. Like, I'm looking at my thoughts and I genuinely have, like, Tagos. Every episode was really, really good. I was, like, in yeah. terms of Real Housewives, guys, we've had an amazing week. We have been fed, sp- spoon-fed, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually do, should we, should we switch it up? We can switch it up this week. What do you want to start? with Atlanta. Okay, cool. Let's do something different. Some for the girl. Um, this week's episode, uh, the ladies see themselves um go to going to Blue Ridge. Um, Marlo's Marlo's like organized that trip for the girls because I didn't even realize beforehand that this is why she organized. I thought she just wanted a trip, but then I realized as she was talking that um this episode that um it was because she felt kind of burnt out with like mother montying. I was gonna say mothering but montying um, her two nephews. And so, because she asked them to stay with her sister, yeah, um, she then um, was like, oh, I need a break. And then she took this trip to recuperate, to refresh, and they did anything but. Um, so I will just start with my thoughts on the episode. Well, not on my thoughts on the episode, like my random little thoughts that I came up with. 
Um, so Kenya finally arrives. So in the previous episode, you aren't really sure if Kenya's gonna come to the trip, um, but she does. And the first person she sees out of the ladies, I think is Drew. And like, I don't know, Drew said it like, in her confessional that she like quite likes Kenya, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I, <laughs> and there was a tweet going around that said, finally Drew can admit she's a Kenya stan. And I think that's funny. And I'm not going to say I can admit I'm a Kenya stan now, but I genuinely have a lot more respect for Kenya than I did when Portia was on the show. Um, Kenya just seems like she's in a much more positive space. I'm not sure where things are with her and Mark. I really haven't looked, but I imagine that the way she just doesn't engage with Mark and even that time when they were in New York and um, Mark was arguing with her and then it's like, oh, um, are you gonna drop um Brooklyn off and then she's like no I'm not I'll have the au pair do it and you can just see she just wants to be removed from the drama which I mean it's funny because you're on your housewives but I think it does overall make for a more positive Kenya um and she's just much more easy to bear than when um Portia was on and I think I I, I won't go so far as to say I like her now um but I can like I can say that I like her more than I did before. I think it was probably Portia's fault. Like, I love you, Peewilly, but it was your fault then, like, Kenya. Now that you're gone, I could see, if this continues, I could see myself liking Kenya. Portia and Nini Shame, <clears throat> love you all the bits, but clearly, I mean, at some point, we've got to call a spade a spade. Clearly, you guys were a problem in this equation. Um, I just want to jump in could also be a thing of some people bring out the worst in you and i don't know if exactly. that is it then on those people or you that one i won't discuss but i do think kenya and nini kenya i mean nini and Portia did not bring out a good side of kenya there was a tweet i literally saw at the beginning of the season that said that that clearly there was something in nini and Portia that was either triggering or whether they they were in, whether it's intentionally on or unintentionally antagonizing Kenya or pushing Kenya to these limits, it's clear that that was the case. Um, even to add to that, Kenya might actually just genuinely be in a much more positive space in her life. I mean, like you said, it's not necessarily like the honors can really be put on Nini and Portia if Kenya feels aware about stuff or this is the, 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 the phase in life that she's in. Like you said, she's seemingly so much happier. So I too do not want to jump the gun because two weeks ago, I think it was, or a couple of weeks ago, I was letting you know how I feel like it's so funny how with Housewives, things change like this. Like one minute you're like, I actually really enjoy this person and they will disgrace you. They will actually disgrace you. So I don't want to jump the gun and be like, I'm riding with Kenya now. But in the 11 episodes that we've watched, I'm not going to lie. I like her. I like what she's showing us for now. We will see where it goes. Um, we'll see if it lasts long because I'm also just really, even after this episode, quite proud, so to speak, for lack of a better word, of the way she's even handled the smaller situation. Like she's actually not engaging. And that's something we've never seen from Kenya before. With Mark, like you said in New York, she was not engaging. She said, you know what? This is pissing me off. He's making me so angry. She had a bit of a vent to her friends. Then she just sent the pair, they were pair over. She was like, it's unfair, it's annoying. But at the end of the day, I want Brooklyn to always have a good relationship with her dad. And I'm going to do whatever I can to facilitate that. And she did exactly that. So the one time we saw her engage with Marlo at the Drop the Dream event, and Marlo did really go to the pits of hell. So 
pardon me. So even in that case, I don't blame her for engaging, but other than that, she hasn't engaged. And I can just honestly say clearly, for now she's showing a more mature, grown Kenya. And I can honestly get behind that. Um, also, I just feel like it's not everyday drama, guys. Like it's actually not everyday drama. Um, can I just say, I agree ahead. with you there. It's like some people just, it, it looks like Marlo is actually chasing this babe and wants this babe's attention and wants a reaction from her. And I think some people even grinds their gears even more that you're not engaging or that you're not, you, it's like, you don't want, I don't want your drama. I don't want your smoke. Whatever you've got for me is fine. Keep it. I just, I don't want to interact with you. And I think some people, it actually, that triggers them and makes them even worse. And I think in Marlo's case, she's lost her mind. She's like, ain't no, ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. It's actually setting her off the fact that Kenya will not engage. Um, it's driving her absolutely up the wall. Um, and I think it's sad to see because on one end, obviously, we don't know what's making her be that way, what she would have experienced in her past. But at the same time, it's also like you're actually growing women in your 40s, get a grip. Well, I'm saying my 40s, in her, in her 40s, I, I assume she's in her 40s, but I'm like, get a grip, Marlo. Oh, oh, CDS. As in, like, come on. <laughs> Come on, you guys remember the TikTok sound? You 36, but in this case, I'm like, Marla, you you know good and well. You're over 40 days. Absolutely. You can't, we can't, at some point, we can't just keep blaming it on, on your past and the things that you've been through. Um, and okay, I'm just think with this whole summary, we're probably going to be jumping up and about. So I think I'm just going to try and cover my thoughts with regards to Marlo and then the ladies surrounding Marlo. Um, yeah. Um, Marlo can't possibly be serious. She can't be serious. She can't be serious. Um, I literally started the season saying, oh my gosh, I'm happy Marlo's a wife. I'm doing her confessionals. She seems lighthearted and chill. And Marlo literally said, wait right there. I will show you how crazy I am. When people um, show you they're mad, she's showing them she's, she's mad. showing us that she's mad. Um, and I really do think it's a shame. I think her antics... Um, the past, I want to say three episodes, because starting from the thing at Sherry's house, and then last week, the beginning of the trip, and now this week, um, I really just do think she's setting herself up for failure. No one is enjoying it. I mean, I'm sure you would have seen all the tweets from Bravo Twitter and stuff. Not a single one of us is enjoying it. I think she puts herself in a position where she might end up being demoted. Um, and I can't lie, I would actually rather have it that way because you're being ridiculous. Never, like they said in the history of Housewives, has somebody ended a cost trip and then you want to end it on day two. And even I, I want to say I absolutely was not hearing her. I wanted a break and then I just didn't even get that support system. You fought with one person. Everybody else there was literally trying to find so many different solutions from the jump. Let's go and get in different cars. Let's not do this. Candy even went, Candy, who's really close to Kenya, even for a second, I was like, Kenya, Kenya, you know that that's going to annoy her. You know that you're like, why, why do you think that? Kenya even held her accountable. So I don't know what more of a support system you want to see when these, you have people like um, Tanya, who's pissing me the hell off as well, but who's coming and carrying bones, siding with you, going back and forth with Kenya when they actually don't even know you or Kenya haven't played that for, for long enough. They don't know, she doesn't know them from Adam. And she's still going to war for you, basically. 
Um, Sheree even sat there in Marlo's room with Sonia and saying, I think Kenya's not even coming with a good vibe. There are all these people saying things actually genuinely pandering to you because I'm not going to lie, Kenya from the beginning came with good energy. Given the circumstances and given the things that you said about Kenya, you cannot possibly sit here and wanted her to just come into your... your be kumbaya. No, and you know Kenya is not like that. So to try and kind of paint her as though she's being disrespectful, she's being this, she isn't. And you started with the disrespect right from when she first arrived and they were at that restaurant and she's trying to speak to you, cutting her off, you're not listening, all these things. So that the, the mere fact that you're, you're claiming that you just didn't have the support system that you wanted and needed. I wanted this to be about us. Da, 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 da. I'm not hearing it. I think you actually, it's a two-pack of ass. I'm not hearing the fake cracking of the voice and getting teary-eyed. I'm not hearing it. Um, I can acknowledge the fact that I do think maybe Kenya should have definitely not mentioned the nephews. Um, uh, but Marlo's never, we've never, we've never held Marlo accountable. Not held Marlo accountable, but said Marlo does it all the time. Marlo. Yeah, and that's why um, even in my notes, funny enough, I actually wrote when Marlo was saying um, she should leave the kids out of this. Marlo doesn't, um, Marlo takes things to help. And she said when she's upset, she doesn't care. Um, even within the same fight, you're calling her a demon. You go so far as to say your mother didn't want you. That's why you can't keep Mark. Like she says all these things. So the fact that I can't. Before, I found them, some. I, I I found some of them. They were mean, but I found some of them funny. I'd be lying if I said I didn't giggle. <laughs> Come on, she said she couldn't. Kenya couldn't keep a broke man. Huh? Kenya couldn't keep a man if Jesus asked her to. Something like that. <laughs> Like, can you just imagine Jesus going, like, no, I can't. That's the thing with, with Marlo. Like, she says these things. Can she? She's been begging these people up and down, find me a man, find me a man. What's happening with you? It's the, it's, that's why I'm like, ah. And then that's why last week when he spoke and the fact that she'll come and say, how did we get here? Why can Kenya like this? You literally told her that's why her mother doesn't want her, knowing what happened to her. And you're saying, how did we get here? What's not clicking, Stephen? Marlo's the one who, the funny thing is, Marlo's the one who's after Kenya every time. Even when it comes to their friendship, Marlo is the one who's like, Kenya, let's be friends. I just don't understand how we got where we are. And then Marlo going to say some shit. And then Kenya's like, uh, hold on, I don't want to be friends, friends with someone like that. And then Marlo's like, no, 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 no. <gasps> Friend, I'm through with you. (laughs) She just can't fathom the thought that, and I do think, unfortunately, I think maybe not the same, but similar to when we spoke about Ayan with the issues that she has with her dad, I think maybe with Marlo, there may be a part of her that, like, because of the things that happened in her childhood, people not liking you, people not wanting to fuck with you pisses you off. Because I think from the beginning of time, whether Marlo's been back and forth with Cynthia, whether it's been with Nini, Whoever it's been with one of Marlo or the things that makes Marlo go far is somebody seemingly not liking her. And it makes her get super nasty and super mean, only for her to turn around and be like, let's try and be friends. And then once they express maybe a dislike for her, she's back to taking it to hell. And after that, it's but let's be friends. Because you've done things, you've done things to show someone why mm, maybe a friendship with you wouldn't make sense for me. And then you're surprised that they judge you off things you've done. I'm not gonna judge you off like. I mean, obviously, yeah, there are things we say in anger, but I'm not going to judge a person off of the good they've done solely. I also have to take into account you screw over your friends. If you fuck your man's friends, what your friend's man, whatever, 
if you do little things, there are going to be things that you have to say, I can't. I can't that. deal with it. And at the, at, at the, just like you said, I'm also going to sit here and look that if on your worst day, when you're angry and upset with me, I think there's a time I spoke to you about how even in terms of confrontational conflict with your friends, there's certain lines and boundaries that just simply do not need to be crossed. And if this is how you act when you're pissed off with me or when we're at odds, why would I want to be your friend? You're going to talk about the thing that every single walking human being on this planet that has ever watched Real Housewives of Atlanta for a single season knows that that's the worst and the most painful thing that Kenya has ever been through. And Tyler, this is why your mother didn't even, not even your mother wants you. Somebody has to be so horrible that their own mama don't want them. And she keeps bringing it up. And now her next favorite thing is how Kenya couldn't stay with Mark. The fact that even, and I think it goes back to just misogyny and patriarchy that you're looking at considering men as these things that need to be kept or making it seem like it's a prize. It's not, sweetie. And even if you wanted to follow the same logic, like I just said, you yourself haven't been able to keep a man happy being married. So if somebody were not to come and say those things, then what? Um, so it's really poor on her part. I'm actually, quite frankly, bored of her. I can understand Monetta's confusion being like, what do you mean you didn't have a support system? I also respect the fact that at least in her confessional, Monetta was like, anyway, I actually haven't been here long enough, so I'm not going to talk too much. Let me just... Zoop. And I really genuinely wish Sonia would do the same fucking thing. Like, I know Monetta is a friend of the of a housewife so it's not going to be the same as Sonia who has a peach but I just can't get over and like Sonia going to Sonia damn near going to I think so. and talking about how she understands Molo and I'm like do you think Sheree uh Candy um drew all these other people who also like Molo and generally are friends with her do you think they're mad for not saying things do you think they're mad that they're not going to work for Molo don't you think that they too would like that if they felt that Marla was in the right, they'll be writing for her. They're not because they know that unfortunately, whether that's their friend or not, Marla takes things to hell. They can understand why Kenya's going to say, I don't want to be there. Or I don't want to live in this house. I just I don't want to be on this trip. I can be civil with you, Marla. I'm not fighting with you. I'm not calling you out your name. I'm sitting here. I've said hello. I'm being civil. I'm also carrying on with the rest of my friends. Why is that a problem? I can't. Um, I was going to say on the issue of Monera choosing to be neutral. I loved that because that's something a lot of these women could benefit from. Just, I don't know y'all enough to start commenting. Like even Fatum, you can see, I I mean, we'll get to Fatum. We'll get to Fatum anyway. Let me not jump the gun. <laughs> but even Sanya could, could genuinely benefit from that, especially considering that, um, what's her name? What's her name? Drew brought her into the group. But I mean, I don't think you owe anyone loyalty, but Sanya could try to read these things for herself before starting to bat for anyone. And I love that Kenya actually called her out and, and said, You're busy when it was Drew, when when it was Drew and Sheree, you had your mouth open very, very, very widely to say that, oh, you thought her behavior was stingy. But when it happens to me, it's fine. No. no. And I actually wrote in my notes, yes, Kenya clocked the fuck out of Sanya because Kenya clocked in. It's one of two things. It's either you never had an issue with Drew and, and, and Sheree. You just wanted an issue. You wanted something that can start 
your mm-hmm. your de- your departure from the true ship because you feel like she's a user you feel like mm, she's not giving what i think she should give or this is maybe not who i want to be with if i want to be on the winning team or get mm. clouds like the allegations are saying mm. it's not that something is wrong with you because you can't say in this situation you have a problem with it but when it's me it's fine she tried to be like especially when they're friends when they're tra- there's it's even worse because these people are supposedly friends. Drew and Sheree, at least they didn't know each other from Adam. They were not mates. But you had a problem with that saying, oh, getting in someone's face. Do you hear the things Marlo says? There's so many times Marlo has, again, spoken about Kenya's mom not wanting her. Spoken about she can't keep wow. a man this. This is, this is that. And she can, even if she didn't know, you know what? Even if she didn't know the past. Let's say she doesn't know the past. You can see how Marlo's behaving. Marlo's not behaving normally. Marlo is usually a person who is like, oh, whatever, I don't care about that whole anyway, and moves about her day. But Marlo's now saying, she's not coming with us, that demon. If you guys are going to ride with demons, you've never seen Marlo behave like that. But, and in no way is this tarnishing your image of Marlo. Oh, the image of her, but with Drew, it was, I've never seen her act like that. I just, I. Someone you knew for two minutes, even by now, you should know, you should know. You know, you probably know um, Marlo longer than you did Drew at that point. Still. But it's a double standard. But it's a double standard. And I think it's this is why she's not beating the cloud allegations. It's even stupid because you're choosing Marlo. Even if I want a cloud, I'm so sorry. I'm not choosing Marlo over Kenya. What the, <laughs> are you thinking? Marlo Hampton. Marlo Hampton. Marlo Hampton. Guys, come on. Come on, Marlo is even Kenya Kenya in her worst season, people were still not choosing Marlo over Kenya. Sorry, that was not happening. Sanya's little tagline is I may be a rookie, but this is my first race. Well, I certainly hope this is your last race in terms of Atlanta because I actually don't want to see the baby on my screen. Bod, 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 I'm I'm bored, Shane. So bored of her. Um, and I found it so hurtful that Kenya shared something she's literally never shared on the show what? about her running away, obviously following. Oh yeah. Um, and I feel like I am so annoyed that the person she would have told first is Sanya, because Sanya, Sheree even said I am handing over the baton. Do you know this for Sheree fucking Whitfield? To say that I've actually washed my hands on this title. You are now the bone carrier because there was no need for her to gather that information and be like, we need to talk to Sheree. I'm saying she had opinions about this, and then she said this, and then she said this. I hope can not even I hope I cannot wait for Kenya to motherfucking chew her at the reunion because it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I need Sonia Aparia, guys. Sorry, it's one too many instances. Um, even in a confessional, she's trying to convince everyone they asked her what's the difference between a bone carrier and a peacemaker. And she even laughed, she's like, I don't know, I feel like it's peacemaking. You're lying. Like, you know, you know good. She and- wants her bread buttered on both sides. But it's going to come to a head. They're going to be like, you can't keep doing this. No, you can't. And apart from... um. And getting to a point where they tell you that you can't keep doing this. I just think it's a very horrible trait to have. People can't open up to you about things that are so deep to you. Mind you, do you know what's funny? Back in New York, you were trying to dish Drew for Team Kenya. You invited Kenya to your little mommy, what a mommy nation after uninviting Drew, whatever the case may be. Now all of a sudden, that's the same person that you want to go and turn on for Marlo. Like, sweetie, you're you're not about to make it in this town, unfortunately. 
so i think those are my views on the Marlowe situation um let me see if i have yeah um i mostly concur with what uh you said about marlo um i was gonna say really have i ever felt like candy has spoken more sense than she did when she called um when she called out um kenya yeah yeah yeah. oh but that's not marlo but kenya marlo um i she doesn't speak sense and she i know kenya and Mar- Kenya and Candy don't like calling each other out because their alliances and right. like that. Yeah. But it's one of those few moments when you're like, actually, I'm not even. <laughs> With one finger. <laughs> one finger. I'll give you one finger. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah. Should we move on to Drew versus Fatum? <sighs> we finally. <laughs> I love, like, Guys, I know Drew is corny. Even throwing the bone, all of it is corny. Like, don't get me wrong, Drew is very, very corny. But I can't help but side with her because the people who are beefing with Drew this season are mad people. They're actually very, very mad. Like Sanya, Fatu, mad, both very, very mad people. Even Sheree's beef with Ma, with 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 Drew. Like Drew actually does not care for Sheree, but Sheree is there saying, "You need to worry about your house before you worry about mine, girl, please." Um, what's annoying me, um, even just quickly to touch on Sheree pertaining to Drew, is the fact that she doesn't have the same energy when when the tea is about her. And she never has had the same energy. In past seasons when they've spoken about Sheree, she never ever a day in her life would have accepted accepted somebody saying to her, um, I don't know why Sheree is mad at me. You know, check on the people that are saying it's Thelma's, you know, Chateau Thelma or Chateau She Campaign. She, she never would have said that. It would have just been a case of, why are you speaking about my tea? Why are you speaking about this? Keep my name out your mouth. And it's interesting how she just does not have the exact same energy when it comes to Drew. It's annoying. Because she um, thinks, I think she underestimates Drew. She thinks Drew's a loser. Yeah. And I think in her head, she also feels like I'm an OG when it comes to this franchise. So she has to respect me. Yeah. I, I, I'm basically housewives royalty or legacy acts so you have to respect me and i think it's tired at the end of the day for me personally as a viewer if you're not showing up to work you're not showing up to work next um that's why even her confusion about i just didn't think she'd be so upset with fatum being here because i see fatum was at the thing and um one extended the invitation to everyone i'm like with everything fatum has said about you why the fuck you really don't see it really why would she want and sharae's been upset with people for saying Far less detrimental, not even detrimental, but like far less character damaging or harmful things like you said. So the fact that this is what's blowing her mind as to why someone would be upset about Fatun saying that is shocking. Um, Like you said, Fatun is mad. Like, I think to the point where even Marlo was like, I don't understand what the hell is going on with Sherry's friend. Like Marlo, (laughs) at the peak of her frustration, her being obsessed. Mar- Marla she had to stop. Marla had to stop her madness. And like, I was like, <laughs> she's like, wait, what's like, and even I like I didn't see that she looked drunk, but I got the sense that there's something, something was like wrong. something like just she was so aggressive. No, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm why she got a problem with me. Sheree couldn't even control her. Sheree. Why is she ever you every time you've seen her, you come after her. Every time you've seen her, you say a new rumor. Her husband is gay. Um, he has aliases. They're broke. Blah blah. 
and you're, you're, you're surprised this woman doesn't want anything to do with you. You the really don't get it. She said, and I will keep bringing more receipts or more of this if you keep trying me, bitch. Like, but she's, Drew actually does not care for the baby. He hasn't done a single thing to you. That's the worst part. That's the worst part. I think Fatima is deleted. Um, I saw a tweet earlier this week that was talking about how it's unfortunate because even those that have fought for limelight and wanted a moment before have never done it like this. Like, it's not making sense. Not a single person of, uh, on that cast, Bashare, actually think the babe makes sense. Munyana and Candy were there like, Fatum, get in the car. Like, <laughs> Wait, holds on. So I just randomly searched Fatum RHOA and it turns out Fatum stole Drew's purse, took it into Sheree's room on the Blue Ridge trip and was trying to look through it, but production stopped her. So then she was no longer allowed to film. Thank you. And is that not a, is that not a sign of madness? Because how can you steal the baby's purse to look through? What are you looking for? She said it was all in fun slash just a joke. But why are you joking with someone you're beefing with the entire time? That's not your friend, first of all. Mm. And I saw another tweet about how Sheree basically keeps the wrong company. That's why she, she, she by Sheree can't go anywhere. The people look that are, that are around her. She's dating that guy from Love and Marriage Huntsville who's the villain of all villain. I'm like, Sheree, was Tarot not enough for you? Sister, I just don't understand what's going on. Her, her judgment is just... It's off. off. Off isn't even the word for it. It's just wrong. Loud and oh. wrong. No, her, her character, judgment for is unfortunately... She has no discernment. Pray for discernment. At all. At all. Um, but yeah. I do... Oh, just to finish on Fatum... Um, I love that um, Drew isn't paying for too many mind. I mean, obviously now she's bought the beef. Like, but I think, I feel like the way Drew is, Drew will engage and then she's like, I'm done. She's done with it. And now I feel like by calling her a lap dog and seeing the reaction gets from her and then the bone, then the bone, the bone. I mean, it was quite, like I said, corny as hell, but effective for me. I don't even think it's corny as hell. Normally, I'd be like, ugh, but I'm so sorry. I think there's something about in this specific case that just made me feel like Drew ate the girl up. She did. Um, yeah. People said, you don't handle a dog with anything but tricks. Ah, I said, tell them. Tell them, Drewza. <laughs> personally, yeah, I think she, she, personally, she handled that well. I think as much as we can call Drew I mean, she is a pick me to a certain extent. Um, we can call her a loser. We can call her this, but she's this season in her sophomore season. She's shown up to work a lot more than a lot of the OG girlies have, such that we can sit here and say, "Oh, Drew's this, oh, Drew's that." Candy, if it weren't the fact that Bravo is up your hoo ha, there would actually be no reason for you to still be on the show. Um, hey, what are you doing? Even, about if, even if she has Andy's news or whatever is keeping her paid up. I want Candy gone. Gone. She's not doing anything or bringing anything. So really, me personally, I even think like there's going to come a point where Drew's actually going to beat the loser allegations. It's unfortunate that she's a she's a pick me and the situation with Ralph. That she's she not a harmful with. person. But she's not a harmful person. And the worst part is she's actually someone who these people actually go looking for Drew's madness. Like, there isn't a single person that Drew has actually tried to attack off of her own back or provoked. Like, everyone is the one who starts the madness with Drew. So, personally, 
I don't have an issue with her. I'm like, more luck, more power to you, Miss Mamas. Um, I think closing thoughts, I'm tired of Sonia. I'm yeah. tired of Fatoum. Um, I'm happy now that we know that Fatoum and Karen filming. It's so great for us. Um, Sheree's boring me in the sense that this- Her return isn't justified. Yeah, like all of this, I'm an OG, I'm a legacy. Because when you think about it, the thing that she's complaining about, she's doing. So the fact that she wants to beef Drew this much, jarring, annoying, stupid. Um, like I said in the beginning, I'm enjoying Kenya. Candy, step it up just for the remainder of the season. Then after this, please do not come back. Because I just think you have nothing left to give this show. If any show that we watch um, as a whole, like you and, you and I for the pod, if any show deserves um, a revamp, like a mass, not a mass firing, but just a mass, ca- a mass cast shakeup, I think it might be Atlanta. But what's sad is that I feel like we kind of got that. Cynthia left, Portia left, there's no Nini, there's no Kim. I mean, but they were but they were gone. I think I feel like a cash shake means like you lose like maybe maybe you know maybe maybe last season was but I think <clears throat> what happened between last season and this season may have been a cash shake up. But I think bring back Portia trade 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 me. Um let Candy go. Maybe Marlon needs to go back to being a friend, like when they're more interesting people on the cast. Sanya, let go of Sanya. So keep. Oh shit. Keep Drew and Kenya. Shit. But that's all we have. Keep Drew. I'll keep Monyera, but this is the problem. I feel like I don't know if they keep Monyera because they're candy. No. Because Monyera's um, boring. Let's be real. You think? I keep seeing people say that, but I, I think there's a fine line between being boring and not be, not doing too much. It makes more sense in Beverly Hills. Monyera. Like. Like she, you can see, Monera. you can see she. Her friend is fighting for her life against those people. You think Monera will she, survive? You can see she thinks she's on a classy. I don't know if she thinks she's on a classy show, but there's a classy. She's a classy babe. Like let's be honest, she's a classy. I don't babe. think she thinks that. Oh, she's on a classy show. These people are acting like hooligans. I think the people are actually being mad. Like especially in the scenes that she's been there, it's actually madness. <laughs> Every single time she's <laughs> like, from the time it was Brooklyn's tea party. To they were about sucking dick. <laughs> like they were just talking about very when that white woman ran away. She, the conversation was very inappropriate at the time. For like a, a one year, no, not four. I don't know how old Brooklyn was turning, but it was very inappropriate for a, a, a baby's birthday party. I mean, I'm not like that white woman who was who ran out of there, yeah, screaming and yelling. Yeah, but, but for a little bit, you'd be like, hey guys, like guys, like time in a place. You know what I mean? Um. Because I think my only thing is with Atlanta, I, I, I often question how well shakeups to work because when we did have Drew's first season and then we had Latoya and then we had Fallon, there was still, even then it wasn't eating, but I don't know if you remember that's the season, that was season 13. That's when we had the whole COVID filming stuff and then everything yeah. was missed. So I don't know if that would have contributed, but like, I just feel even in terms of the cast gelling, they didn't gel as well as you would have thought or expected or, to do. Or as they do now. I was going to say, this cast... Yeah, this cast gels so much more than last season. But at the same time, it's a very mediocre season. I was tweeting with one of my online neutrals and was saying how 
the season is actually very mediocre. It's better than season 13, but Atlanta is fighting for his life. <laughs> At this point, they're actually fighting for their lives, um, which is sad. I hate to see my favorite franchise go down like that, but onwards and upwards, I suppose, what can you do? I guess we just have to wait and see what happens. But like I said, onwards and upwards and onto the next show, we're going to get into Real Housewives of Dubai. Um, where to begin? Where to begin? I think I'm just going to start with obviously the, the wedding couple. I mean, it was mainly about, you know, the people getting married. I think the whole Stanbury situation is still mad with her parents and Sergio's parents. I mean, there were some questions that were a bit like, when I think Caroline, I like the English. yeah, when Caroline said, "Oh, do you speak good English?" and I'm like, "Look at the colonizers, just so ready to colonize." You're not even in your home country. These people are not from your country, and your question is, "Can they speak your language well?" I mean, why don't you ask? Why don't you ask? Like, you wouldn't ask if Caroline can speak Spanish. Like, Spanish. Like, they even even they wouldn't ask. The parents would not ask Caroline. Are you learning Spanish? Spanish? No, I, because it's not your language. It's not your home language. Per. That was crazy. Um, very microaggressive. With very extremely and rude. Um, I think you could see Sergio's face before he answered. Yeah, he was just like, mm, okay. Um, and then even the fact that apparently Sergio's dad tried to pay him not to marry Caroline. I just feel like, in my opinion, kind of further proves that he's on Caroline's payroll because clearly his parents i feel like if your own parents think we can give you a salary for you not to marry this person they must think you're with this person for money do you know what i mean um which is why and clearly and clearly they think it must mean they don't rate the relationship and think ah, this guy is just broke and hooking up with this babe because he thinks it's, he's on the come up or he thinks he's gonna get a certain amount of money caroline is 16 years older than sergio but 10 years younger than his dad she's actually age-wise better suited for his dad you know that gift of the man who takes off his glasses <laughs> to put on his glasses? Like, when I heard that, I was like, no I mean, wonder his parents were like, huh? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a person who I don't believe there's an age. Like, age is not the biggest thing. Although, I am. Yeah, we, we spoke about it. Like, obviously, as a queer Black person, there's, there's bigger fish to fry. So age probably wouldn't wouldn't be like the, the top of your like deal breakers. But in a heterosexual couple. Um <laughs> but then also think about it, even in a in a queer <laughs> why did you put <laughs> in a heterosexual couple? Um no, no but then would you would you be with someone your mom's age? No, I'm old. That's asking you. I'm 55. No way. No but that's that's the situation. Sergio is what 28, and his dad is 56. Oh my gosh! Literally, it's me. And then how old Caroline? Caroline. 46. Do you see what I'm saying? Like your mom would literally be floored, be like laughing. <laughs> like it's like this is my age mate. Like I could be dating. This I person. could be dating this person. Like move along, child. As in Sergio's I mean, mom could. Um, I mean, I, I think for me, the biggest thing that is an issue for me is 
if I'm going to date, obviously I don't have concerns that they would have, but like if you want stuff like kids and Caroline is really not perceptive, like it just makes me wonder, did these guys never talk about this stuff? Like, did he think he was going to wear her down about kids? Like, it just doesn't make sense how they are where they are disagreeing on the things that they're disagreeing. And now in the preview for the next episode, Caroline is apparently carrying the baby. <sighs> Everything is a mess to be honest between the two of them. I said this. I mean, like you said last week, uno, dos, anos. Like it's it's not looking grand, I'm afraid, but hey, they might prove us wrong. Um, which if they do, that's that's good for them, I suppose. Congratulations to them, or I'm sorry. No, so that happened to you, like it doesn't change the price of fuel on my side of life. But um, yeah, I just think that whole situation is quite awkward. I feel like, like I said, I just want to finish with Stan Bree and stuff, I think, and then we can move on to the next character. She's a mess because the fit she threw off Ayan, over Ayan is not making sense to me. You decided to have an all white party. That lady was in a romper. It wasn't even a dress, that's the worst part. Fine, it had a train, but the babe was literally in a romper. And you're like, it was, basically oh, swimming, it was basically a swimming costume, a bodysuit with a the train. And she's like, because, I'm like, because they're in Dubai, she couldn't like, like you know, she also had to class it up a bit. Like they, like so, I imagine maybe she acted like the train like closed or something. Like she can't just be. No, but remember last week when she went for her fitting, the dress or the the garment literally comes like that. So that famous designer, it was literally in the in the I guess showroom. Mm. And for the store, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, that's beautiful! It's white. I'm gonna wear that to Caroline's engagement party." But then, okay, why? That gives me the design of the thing. It's a romper with a, a, a cape. Why do you set a theme of white, and then you're surprised someone like what white clothes? And don't get me wrong, I hate an all white party, but that's because I think men men's options when you go to an all white party are very very limited because you're gonna wear white jeans because there's no white other things. You're gonna wear white jeans. Yeah looking silly as hell you're gonna <laughs> wear a white t-shirt which i guess you just look very whereas yeah. women you guys your options are much you know better but so you throw a white party and you're surprised that someone comes in some in i'm not saying she came in a wedding dress i don't agree with Karen, but in something that looks to you like a wedding dress and then even the thing about the veil she didn't have I didn't see a veil. It wasn't a veil. But you know, the thing is, from far, she saw a platinum blonde. She's like, she's even wearing a veil. Like, this is and how you know when someone's ready to scrap. You didn't even see her properly. Like, they were still in the car. And and, and she's dressed like me. Yeah, she's dressed like... like Sergio, and- Sergio, was, Sergio deserved dress bark. Ah, she's so rude. You haven't seen her. Shh. Go, go away, man. They had a woman's business. Go build a home somewhere. Like, no, Caroline is ridiculous. And I'm so sorry. Personally, I feel like she looked crazy. I'm like, it's your engagement party. And this is what you pull up did in. She, did she not? I mean, I know they showed us that the dress was worth $12,000. Congratulations. I'm Rattas, you look crazy. I agree with Ayan. It looked very she-in to me. Indeed. Um, like, you can put the price. And I don't even get, I thought it was quite shady that Chanel says it looked like she and then they put the price. Like they never do like why why are you protecting Caroline? Like <laughs> what to do with you. They're just trying to stand up for their for their baby. Unless they, unless they're trying to show that Caroline looks stupid because she looked like she was in Shein. But wearing that thousand dollars. Yeah. So I could see it both ways. But and then cowboy boots. Are you out of your goddamn mind? 
the boots pissed me off. I'm like, if there's something that did not need to be here, it's these damn knee-high white cowboy boots. Like, what are you thinking? I literally wrote Kyla and Stanbury looks a mess. That's a hard-ass mess. She, I wish she was on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Her and Giselle. I know they have some... No, 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 not for anything. Her and Giselle. I know they have some things to talk about. I know two brain cells. I've got some nose to exchange. I, I, I know she loves how Giselle dresses. <laughs> I know she. I'm sure you could show a picture. She'd be like, "What's wrong with that?" And it's like, "Yeah." Oh, I thought, that's quite nice. <laughs> I thought you would. I thought you would. What do you think that? Mm-hmm. Shock. But yeah, that's basically those are my thoughts this time. But I don't know what you thought. Um, I think. I don't know. There's a way that she, there's a way that her and Sergio, I feel like every week I complain about her and Sergio, but her and Sergio, you know how, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you, it was on the pod Twitter. Um, Sergio, I think, Chanel got into an argument with Stanbury and then she said something like, something about, something about husbands came up and then Chanel was like, well, my husband's not trying to become famous. Like he's happy with what he's doing, unlike yours. And then I agree because that scene where he's in her confessional, I mean, he looked good. Don't get me wrong. He looks like, he, like, he looked quite good. Like, he's a good looking man. He's not ugly. I'm not here for the sitting on his lap. But, what? and even the scene with last week where, oh, I need sex all the time. It's just like, guys, whatever you're trying to convince us of. It's not, it's not stop. working. Stop. It's not, it's, it's not giving. It's not giving. That's why they call nah. And I'm so sorry. Maybe I sound bad, but I agree with Chanel. It's given the vibe that you just want to be famous. As of now, you're a model. People can't tell the last time you booked. We haven't seen you in or on anything. Like, sorry. And he's too inner. Last week I spoke about how he's always at the stuff, even when the men, other men aren't there. Even when Nina was crying, he was like, let me go and check on her. Instead of Caroline to go and check on her fellow housewife, you are not being like, let me go and check on her. Do you, I, want, I, do you want uh uh what do they hold can I buy sand? Hmm. Yeah, do you oh, want no, it's a lump, I think it's like a lump of gold. These do you want some gold too? Because I don't understand how Kylan is rumoring or sorry, sending you to go and check on Nina. I think in that couple the housewife here. There's a miscommunication as to who's the housewife here because even Stanbury, I think she forgets, like Stanbury chose chooses a lot of the time not to involve herself in the drama with the other ladies, and it's like but ma'am, housewife. you're a real housewife. Like, this is what real housewives do. Like, you may not like it. Oh, you could just act like, oh, guys, I'm just not really interested in drama. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to talk to these babes and be involved. Like, it's, you, like, you can't keep getting away with it. And I hope season, if there's a season two, but that they say something to this babe like, oh, hell no. You're going to have to show up to work at some point. So... I agree. It just doesn't really make sense. Um, I actually wrote in my notes that um, Sergio and Stanbury give me... Actually, no. 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 It was about Asha and Diane. I said Asha and Diane give me Sergio and Stanbury, but a little more polished because Asha actually does stuff. No, actually, I was I was like, I was gonna... You know the hand... The hand Asha, Asha and... Um, Diane. Say, yeah, so I can't tell you, same gent, same WhatsApp group. Same, and because I watched them one after the other. Yes, I've seen this before. I'm like, and Asha doing Spider Man like this. Like, I would like, I would like to see them in a room together, in which 
there are no others. Well then. <laughs> and um, but yeah, now that we don't understand, we let's move on to the next housewife. Uh yep, like you said, uh should oh, yeah. I the next housewife I talk about. You go on to the next housewife. Um, I think Caroline B. I want to talk about Caroline. We might as well just do the Carolines. Okay. All at once. Um, so we didn't really get to see very much of Caroline B until the actual um event, and you know what? I think like last week. I think I'm not saying I'm on the website. But I kind of get her, like I did say, I kind of get her her anger at having her mothering called out because you're there's no way you're not going to feel attacked. You know what I mean? Um, But I do think she came into the dancery a little bit liquored up or something because by the time she entered, you, she was not, you could see she wasn't in the best state of mind to talk about the things she was talking about. Because um, you're just too late. <laughs> and it's sad because in this situation, Sarah is actually wrong. But because now you are coming. Um, but do you think she was turned? Do you not think, have you never been in a situation where you're so angry by something that you just can't wait to see the person to really be like, no. Here's where you have me fucked up. Here's where you have me fucked up. Because I don't know, I wasn't seeing drunk i mean i could see i could see i could see that we're drinking i could see mind you it's a day after yeah i mean yeah emotions are still emotions are very much still high but i also think it's not made any better by the fact that sarah's kind of gaslighting her by saying that's not what i said and that you never said anything to that effect you're sending threatening messages to the group chat Hold on, mamas, you're the one in the wrong. Let's not act like I did something to you because I went and said I was offended by what you said. No, you did something to me and I am rightfully upset about it. Hello, have we lost our minds? <laughs> um, it was crazy though, like how the um how the situation kind of escalated. Because I mean, mind you, I don't really like Brooks. I've said I don't really like Brooks, but I like Sarah less. So mm. I have a natural person I'm leaning towards, but the way that like that that interaction just like went left, and even like when like I think the producers had to be called in because it's just like wait what the fuck? I just want to ask Sarah what happened to being kind. It's all well and dandy. What happened to being kind? What happened to it's not too late to become like me? What happened? Cause get like me. Get like she said, all these folks want to get like me, but I'm where? Like, like what? Like, her, her, her who had her fingers in Caroline's face, her from when she sent the text messages. I said, You're not a nice person. I even wrote in my notes, Sarah's actually a nasty babe. And I actually believe and I agree with Brooks when she said, Sarah, we haven't seen the real you. You're trying to tell me, oh, stop all this. Let's see the real you. This is not the real you. Because the real you is coming out now when you're acting this way. Gas, she said, girl, boss, gatekeeper, gaslight, whatever the, the trilogy goes, she gaslight the hell out of me. G, bitches. She gaslit the hell out of, gaslight. <laughs> As I like to say. 
I was in absolute awe. Um, and again, I'm always saying this. I think when it's people's first season of a show or first time being on reality TV, they just simply forget that this camera is always rolling, sweetie. The rest of us are watching and looking at you like this lying ass bitch. How are you going to sit here and say you didn't say that? The first time when she actually was on the phone with Nina, when she say, I actually, she wasn't angry with me. She was angry with her friend Ryan. She started with you. And then she said, Ryan, stop agreeing with her. Why are she you not screaming at you? Why are you, you lying about what happened? Like, I just don't understand why she lied. And then you gaslight Brooks as if it's not on camera. Like, mm -mm. I am not sold on Sarah. Um, and before I kept saying that, you know, as the only babe who's actually from the UAE, maybe they might want to keep, they can replace her. They're in Dubai. I'm sure they can find somebody else in the UAE. Get Sarah out of here because uh, even apart from this, she doesn't give us- Focus, focus. Get this bitch up out of here. <laughs> it just doesn't simply make sense. She's been boring all along. Now she wants to lie. Um, the other girls even had to try and explain to her that, sweetie, as much as you can sit here and try and say that wasn't your intention, naturally by saying somebody should do this, you're implying that they aren't affectionate enough, you know? And like Brooke said, I said, I wish my mom was a little more affectionate. I didn't say she gave me no affection. So, but the problem is like you rightfully pointed out, I just feel like Sarah has this big, I have it all figured out complex and everyone should be more like me. I unfortunately know. Sweetie, you're not vice Jesus. Um, get a grip. I think she genuinely believes the world would be a better place if everyone was more like her. She said to Ayan um two weeks ago that be the type of person when you that that people crave your aura or your presence. Sarah, don't nobody want you here. Who's craving your aura? Who? Let us know. Once you have an answer, let us know. Because for now it's none of us. Um the way she spoke to her, like you said, with her hands and her face saying, Caroline, drop this Caroline and bring out the real you. Like, you know, she actually sounds like the deluded people that sit there and be like, become one with yourself. This is not the real you. Like when I heard, I was like, who does this babe think she is? Have you ever seen an argument and someone goes, this isn't you? Oh, fuck. Fuck no. I'm angry. Who is I'm it? Angry. <laughs> like, dumb bitch. <laughs> Yeah, man, I just think huh, it's, it's, all of this is just ultimately kids and motherhood should be left alone um, unless you're very careful um, with how you choose your words. And like we said, unfortunately, because Sarah clearly has a history of being judgmental, we can't even give you the benefit of the doubt that you meant it a certain way because as far as I'm concerned, you didn't. Um, so it is what it is. I just hope she actually learns to face her friends soon enough because... And I think it's unfortunate because this actually leads me to the next housewife I want to speak about. She has people like Nina who, who enable her. I know you love Nina to bits, but unfortunately, hocus pocus, get this bitch up out of here. Because she's bored. I mean, she's boring, sorry. Sorry about my Nina. Sorry about your Nina, but she's got to go. Because I feel like she generally doesn't give us much. And then even in cases like this, it's not the first time. I feel like with Nina, she definitely lets her bias get in the way of things. I feel like she did it when it came to Ayan and Stanbury. And then in this case, she did it again when it came to Brooks and Sarah. Um, 
the thing that stresses me out is the fact that I don't want to use a specific word because I don't think it's conscious. But I do think she has a slight unconscious bias in the sense that when it came to Ayan trying to address her at the pool, she did the same thing where it was dismissive and it quickly turned into, I'm going through a lot. My dad is sick, this is that, and the third, and she cried. I don't think she's obviously lying that that's the case because her dad is indeed sick and he's unwell. This week, same thing when it comes to Brooks. Um, I don't have time for this. I have time for this. I'm not doing this with you. My dad is sick. I have so much on my plate. She comes back visibly, and I hate I hate when somebody comes back visibly upset and sulky. They ask you what's wrong. They're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to talk about it. Please go on, go on. You know, we're not cold, heartless people. We're going to ask you what's wrong. What would we look like if we say, okay. Anyway, so the wedding, like, we're not going to do that. You, you're visibly in distress. Mm, I'm sorry. I ask once, maybe <laughs> twice. After, like, congratulations. I'm sorry that happened to you. What were we saying? Because I'm not a big. I ask you, are you okay? I'm fine. Are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? No, just continue. Cool. I'm going to I listen. mean, as, as much as that's the case, Gio, you know that for the most part, a lot of people won't do that. Because especially if you sit there sulking and huffing and puffing and screwing your face, people are going to keep asking you or at least be like, no, it's fine. Like, just tell us, just talk to us. Because people aren't cold-hearted. They're not. Like, they're not stone cold. You are. <laughs> yeah, I am. I was about to say, I am. <laughs> You absolutely are. But I just feel like that was so annoying to me. Like, it's just like, I feel like at this point you're making a scene. Like, you know, you know good and well that these people are not just gonna air you, ignore you. And what I'm going back to what I was saying about the whole unconscious bias thing, it's not lost on me that you become flustered and frustrated and I'm not doing this when it's Caroline Brooks and Ayan. What do they have in common? And again, there's a certain demographic of women that we know typically love to do that when they have done something and you try to hold their feet to the fire or even just hold them accountable they're flustered they're crying i'm going to do so much you guys don't even understand like i don't have time for this right now but she, she could be she could be that that demographic that demographic yeah in so if she you had an ing exactly like Sweetie. I hear it. I hear it though. And that's why I, I can't categorically say um it's that demographic in like intentionally. That's why I feel like it's a slight unconscious bias. You know, situations where these kinds of people end up throwing around the word, you're being aggressive, you're being like this. I feel attacked. I feel we're we're walking in dangerous terrain. we within that realm now where those words could easily start getting flung around. And that for me, I'm like bored. Board, 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 board. And it would be a bit of a different situation if somebody who actually, um, <clears throat> pardon me. You see Kim Zosiak. I actually saw a tweet about Kim Zosiak the other day. Mm -hmm. How people were saying, um, Kim, one thing about Kim, like she's alive, she's started, but she will ride her lie that entire season to the reunion and there's absolutely nothing you can tell Kim. She lied and she meant it and she stuck to it. And I think... One thing I, I I personally feel like when it comes to people like Kim Zosiak, at least with her time on the show, she gives you a bit more something. There's something. There's something you can say Kim was in the situation. Then there was this, then there was that. Unfortunately with Lena, she hasn't given us that. Unfortunately, even with Sarah, she hasn't given, her that, given us that. 
even with Sarah, I can't lie, she's even giving a little bit more than Nina is because again, everything falls flat if with every conflict you're going to have, it's just, I'm not doing this with you right now. Um, with Ayan, she dismissed her a couple of times, even a confessional, doing the same thing again now. It's like you were mentioning earlier on, even if somebody was trying to pretend as though, or not to pretend, but push the narrative that they don't do drama, at the end of the day, you're in housewives. You can't avoid every single conflict that comes your way. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. I love me some Nina. You know I love me some Nina, but you but why? What what is it about Nina that like genuinely? Listen, I watch your house as for luxury. I wanna see I wanna see some shit I've never thought of. Um I wanna see people arguing about don't even be dripped down. You see, with Miami, we were talking about how Lisa doesn't give us much, but Lisa looks the fuck good every time she's on our screen. I mean, no, but you can see that, like, she's like, I, I like, you know what, I like the babe. <laughs> like, don't send me to jail for liking the babe. You know what, but what I was gonna say before you interrupted me is that I hear your arguments, I see what you mean, and even I'm even agreeing that there is some weaponization of her tears, to some extent. The tear didn't and even roll down her face. Two seconds later, she asked what insect that is, and she was smiling again. Even those that have fake cried before have not fake cried like that. But but that's your fave. It's not my fave. That's your fave. She's not my fave. I like the baby. I like the baby. Yeah. You know my fave is you know my fave is Lisa. Like no, not too not too much. Okay. Actually, let's even move to Lisa. Not much to say about her. Like this really episode wasn't really about her. Um, I did find it funny the thing about them keeping a goat as a pet. And then I was saying to myself, oh, um, that must be like such an American thing to think of keeping a girl as a pet. But then I'm like, one, she's black. Two, she's Jamaican. Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way she thinks this is normal. But I guess once you make a certain amount of money, I guess keeping a girl as a pet, it then makes, it's like, oh my gosh, the kids have a gold, goatee, Miss Goatee, or whatever they say. Yeah, Miss Goat. But to be honest, you said you didn't even want to keep the goat. You heard Maximilian screaming his head off when he thought the girl was leaving. <laughs> Lisa said, okay, 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 we'll keep it. Someone must have told him they're going to eat that girl. I suspect. I actually don't think Lisa wanted to keep I don't even think she was trying to be in like her American or Western mom bag. Like, oh my gosh, my kid. She tried to get rid of it. I remember her confessional like last week when they were crying when they thought the girl was going. She even said, I wish I, I, I'm going to kill Ayan because... I don't want this goat. Look at the situation you have. These kids are losing their heads. Now we have to keep Miss Goat. We have to keep Miss Goat. As in, I think she was complaining that Rich actually (laughs) actually has to leave the bedroom in the middle of the night to go check on the goat. Does the goat be crying outside? Nah, nah. Uh Huh? Bored. I'm bored. I'm bored for her. No, every time it comes up, I don't want to lie. It actually does me. Like, I laugh so hard. I'm like, I actually can't believe they had to keep this goat. (laughs) <laughs> like kids are nuts like what when i tell you kids are nuts crackheads uh but yeah all in all pretty chill episode of real houses of dubai i will say <laughs> that lady is one of the most beautiful women i've ever seen like huh? oh she's gorgeous she's taking it she's now she's taking she's it because this is one picture she posted and she was wearing orange and i was just like Imagine waking up every day and you look like this. And you know, Lisa's beauty, like, some people love her to, to be like, oh, maybe it's just because she's light-skinned, whatever. 
in any realm or walk of life, that lady is stunning. Um, but yeah, Lisa's face card, beautiful, beautiful woman. But she actually didn't really, do, aside from the goat stuff, um, I don't think she did anything. Yeah, I think obviously naturally with Housewives, not every single Housewife will participate or be like the main focus of every single episode. So yeah. she kind of took a bit of a back seat. Um, obviously reassuring Brooks, which is nice, you know, black solidarity. <laughs> That's a black life that matters. <laughs> That's a black life that matters. But I think, you no know, jokes aside, I think as a mom, and I think even initially, before Nina was doing what she was doing, she did understand that obviously as a mother, I would understand why somebody would be offended by, you know, somebody else questioning their motherhood. Um, and it's nice that at least, you know, books had Lisa um, in that moment. But yeah, I think like I was saying, it was just a really calm episode, but it was still good enough for it to not be boring. Like I actually really, really enjoyed the episode regardless. So there was I, no, there was no boring moment in the, in the, in the episode to be honest. Yeah. Like I, I, I totally wasn't sat there like, oh, this is boring or, you know, even during an episode sometimes you're watching and like this is a filler i think this one only when it ended i was like oh actually that might have actually given filler but as i was watching i didn't feel like oh it's a filler episode like, yeah it didn't which is which is which is always a nice feeling exactly um so yeah that's all from for me from the house of dubai i don't know if you have any thoughts nope i'm great and on to the last bad boy of the week Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, sweetie. What are we saying? I'm going to let you take the lead. Let me get up my notes, child. <laughs> I thought it was a good episode. I thought um, this is why um, I feel like I feel like it was, was it Atlanta? I think it was Atlanta where last season they didn't have a lot of group events. And everybody's been saying the better the show, like, in order to get a better show, have these people link up every single episode, even if maybe they aren't actually linking up every day, but every time you guys show us what these babes are doing, every episode, there must be a point where it's like, most of the group is together, because that's how you get a good thing, and in this episode, we were treated to it twice, um, obviously, um, Jamie Lee Curtis had her thing at Kyle's house, and then um, that other lady threw a Christmas party, we all know who she is. I don't have to say her name. Um, I thought the Jamie Lee Curtis scene was super funny because Dorit was proper fangirling. And I was in a big bag. I was like, even those that have begged, this lady brought out a keychain. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Wow. So, Leo, the dog leash had me. She said, that's so chic. You know what's funny? As I like, produce a shade. I said panning Diana's face crystals. Everyone's face looking at me like Like Dorit, mamas, are you okay? Because we know, and the funny thing is, I'm sure even you that haven't even watched that many episodes of Beverly Hills, you know what Dorit is like normally. Yeah. That was not Dorit. Like I was so shocked. I'm like, all oh, this energy of this vim. The wind chime. She called the wind chime chic. She's like, I have never seen a better looking wind chime. And you know what? You know what I also think is funny is that to us these women are famous like if we saw these women out you'd be like oh can i take a picture yeah. but to them they aren't like they're obviously not kim kardashians they're not like there so there are people that there's still some they, people that they'll fan go for like i think 
to some extent, I don't know if you noticed when Kathy came on, everybody kind of, and even Kathy goes, oh, I'm Kathy Hilton. It's like, the Kathy Hilton. Yeah, like, like, like she might as well go the, like, Kathy the Hilton. Like, uh-huh. so it's funny to see them interacting with like bigger celebs than them. Like, I don't know if you remember in the mid season trailer, there's a moment where, oh my gosh, sorry, I'm, I keep. <laughs> there's a moment where um what happens diane diana's on the phone with elton john and then erica's there and then facetime yeah yeah yeah. so to see um now dorit as well she's meeting jamie lee curtis and come on if you are older than 20 you know who jamie you know i mean you've watched freaky friday at the very least you may not have watched all the other movies she was actually really famous in I um, think that was my first. I think that was most people's first. Jamie yeah, Freaky Friday for me. Another time, remember? I was like, but no, there's this other one. Um, is it you again? When like yes, that yes. beef with yeah, um, that one. But like Jamie Lee Curtis, like she's an icon. She's a legend. Yeah. She is the moment. So um, to just see Dorit, just Dorit couldn't believe her eyes. She's like, wow, that is so thoughtful. A number, please. <gasps> Wow. And it was just, it's, I, and you know me, I love chic. When chic, hey, she rinsed that word like she's never rinsed it before. And even Kyle, even like Kyle even stops and looks at her and goes, because <laughs> I can obviously Kyle's known her a long time. Yeah. But to see her friends, like, imagine, okay, imagine if you're going to have to cut his name out. Imagine if I met talking, talking, oh, come on. <laughs> If he was just talking, 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 I just wow, you're so smart. Like, like you'd notice that as my friend, you'd be like, this isn't what you're normally like. Are you like, are you okay, friend? <laughs> Not even you okay, friend. I know this thing I ain't begging right now. I know. Wow, that's just so interesting. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. I'm. I'm. I. I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> like throwing. Like. I love like you see you see what little things about Dorit make me laugh. Like Dorit is just so funny to me. <laughs> that was actually really funny. I was like, ah. she she is really fan girly for this lady. <laughs> it's why I literally wrote in my notes, Dorit is heavy in her Birkin bag right now. Her bag Birkin, like she's she's knee deep in this begging vibe. Um. I'm trying to think because I think it's easier if you do it person by person. Yeah, there was nothing much else on Kyle or Dorit. Um, I wanted to ask you, obviously, Beverly Hills is your baby. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with Kathy Hilton? Do the people like her? Do people not? Where has she been? So, what season did she leave? Like, what's the tea? Kathy, right? Mm-hmm. Kathy came on first last season. So Kathy and Kyle haven't like always had... Kathy, Kyle, and Kim, honestly, haven't always had the best relationship. So sometimes... Kim and Kyle were okay, and then maybe they weren't okay with Kathy, or the other two were okay, and not okay with the other one. So I think we're now at a point where all three sisters are okay. And I don't know if I've told you, but originally this show was meant to be a sister show, them three, Kathy, Kyle, and Kim. Oh. And then I think Kathy, I don't know if she, they fell out or Kathy didn't want to do it. And then it's like, okay, so they kept Kim and Kim Kyle, and, and, then just found, and then just made Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of history um, with uh, the three sisters, the uh, Richard sisters, I think that's their maiden name. Um, 
but she came on last season. When she came on last season, she was a fan favorite. The girls could not get enough. They ate it up. I mean, obviously, it's Kathy freaking Hilton. Literally. Kathy Hilton. Kathy the Hilton, Kathy freaking Hilton. She's kind of a big deal. And um, because of the last season where Rena, um, Erica, like Rena, even there was a thing where that Garcelle brought up that Garcelle didn't, um, Rena didn't want Garcelle to talk about race because she said that this is not the show for that. Take that how you will. So after last season, Kathy was a fan favorite. Kathy, Crystal, Eric, not Erica, Garcelle and such. And then the rest kind of thing. So that is why in the later half of the season, and it seems like they're kind of trying to take down Kathy. It's because Kathy is really popular and a lot of people like Kathy. But I think yet again, it's flop because the girls are still gagged by Kathy. Um, same with, someone actually pointed out on Twitter and I'm realizing it now that they don't, we, I'm sure to Bravo, it looked like we're going to be gagged by Diana. We weren't. We? we were not. Gagged. I'm, I'm gagged, yes, but not in the good way. At all. Like, 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 you know, the things she was saying about, oh, I'm disgusted. I had to scrub my face, whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. That's how we feel about By you. you. Like, genuinely, I am like, listen, you can bring Robin Dixon onto the house of Beverly Hills and give and, and let her take Diana go. Because this Diana girl, I'm I'm enough. I'm actually but 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 yeah, Kathy Kathy's kind of a big deal. Like the baby was her lunch was baked potato and she's just cramming it, cramming it full of caviar. <laughs> are you not embarrassed like but i think that's the kind of stuff you like about kathy she's just she's her own person like she's her own babe for anyone even when when she was talking about how she's lost the phone she's just like like she's just just there living her life and that someone's gonna take care of it whatever the case is i don't know i don't know when last i saw my phone okay rich white woman life who am i gonna call Ah, the lady the lady the the lady (laughs) Who's the lady? <laughs> Turns out the lady had a name the whole time. She, she just didn't know it. She didn't know the lady's name. <laughs> so she just kept saying, no, the lady, like when you get there, the lady will help you. <laughs> and you'd get there or you'd call and the lady would be there. And the lady would be there. <laughs> I think she's just, she's just a rich white woman. Like, but you see, there are some personalities that you can handle. And there's that lady that I don't like. Um, but yeah, that's that's the tea on Kathy. And Kathy and Gus, surprisingly enough, Kathy and Gus are really good friends. Really? So like there was a point where um Garcelle says, um, and it offended Kyle, but whatever. Garcelle said that she probably talks more with so I think after the season filmed, um, she said that she probably talks more with Kathy than Kyle. Kyle. Why the hell was Kyle gagged? She's so bored. I mean, it's her sister. Imagine somebody said, I need to, I talk to your sister more than you. It's a bit, I, I do get that. Next time, don't be a flip-flopping ass woman. Don't do that. So clearly that should tell us what the, what the rest of the events of the season are going to be like. Yeah. If, if it's true that Kathy and Kyle aren't talking and Kathy just talks to Garcelle, like, because, mm. yeah, like because of that fan thing, they're trying to take down Kathy, but it's probably going to flop. I hope it, well, I personally hope it does. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's the tea on Kai on Kathy. Should we just do Diana because I saw her talking about her? Um, and, um, 
you can see they thought we we're gonna be gagged by um Diana. I'm gagged in the wrong way. Like I'm I'm crying and throwing up right now. Like I, I just can't. <laughs> like I'm 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 just I'm throwing up uncontrollably. The room smells like vomit. It's just not a cute look. I do like that. There's nothing interesting about Diana. Like even watching her plan the party, I'm like, I want to see the other people because clearly that is where the entertainment is for me personally as a viewer. But you, I am like, like, oh God, I can't even continue. But um, she looked horrible at her party, but I'm just glad she's the one who set up the party. Like, that's what I'm thankful for. And that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. I think her setting up the party would have given us, I guess, something more upscale. I think if the other one probably would have done the party, it probably wouldn't have looked as nice. Um, But that's literally it. That's all I want to see from Dana. Nothing else. Um, Literally, don't want to see Diana. I think, with regards to Diana, even when she was explaining the whole situation with how fresh the miscarriage was and all of that, and I feel kind of bad to say, but it didn't make me feel sorry for her. It didn't make me empathize, sympathize. I was just there like, okay, because... All of these are things you told no one. As you saw, everyone there was shocked at how recent it was. You didn't say how recent it was. And I'm not saying you have to give people all the details of something hurtful or traumatic you've gone through for, for you to be given grace. But in the same way, she didn't give Sutton any of that either. My so, question is, what does this have to do with why you don't get along with Sutton? Like, it had nothing to do with the situation. Even if you want to refer to the conversation where it started from the boat or to Garcelle's party, you also sat there and mocked Sutton's miscarriage and said, oh, it's that song. So lastly, you contradicted yourself about how some things don't deserve sarcasm. You did it with the actual miscarriage situation to Sutton. Um, you're talking about how you're so disgusted about how she'd say ABCD did the exact same thing. It's just, it's not working. It's contradiction um, after contradiction with her. Yeah. And so as when you're explaining something and you, you sound like you're even getting choked up, I'm just like, okay. Um, and it even shows you that Sutton's actually not a malicious person. Like you could tell she still genuinely meant her apology when she said it again when they're at Kyle's house. Um, which I kind of it annoyed me because I feel like I would have preferred she stuck to her. I'm not gonna lie, I genuinely meant the apologies I gave. I'm not gonna keep apologizing. Because there's um, only so far I can go with you. There's only so far I can go with you. I understand you were hurt, your feelings were hurt by the things that I said. Yet with me, you actually marked my miscarriage and not once have you apologized. So at this point, like, it's fine. You don't, we don't have to be friends. It's okay, but I'm not about to keep apologizing. So it just kind of annoyed me a little bit that she felt that she should do it again. And by that point, Diana then felt like, okay, I accept you. I think it's because Sutton is an awkward person. Don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, you didn't see her last season. Sutton is a very awkward person. I think she's probably just used to apologizing. So in this situation, she probably sees herself as the reason why her and Diana don't get along. And I hope by the reunion, she sees that this baby's actually mad and just had smoke for her because she, I don't see any grace that Diana has worked for or deserves. Nothing, not a damn thing. So in my eyes, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, I don't really want to see it. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, go away. Like just sometimes, and I think this is the thing about housewives. I wish we would get to a point where it's not, it doesn't happen with every franchise and some people do honestly get it right. But I think this is much like Kenya was saying with Atlanta, like 
please understand that I am not beefing Marlo. I'm not going there looking for her drama. I'm not fighting with her. I said hello to her. She said hello back. I don't want to feel the pressure of you guys saying, so you guys going to talk with you Just leave it alone. If I don't want to, I simply don't want to. All of this kumbaya fantasy that you guys have, the babe has hurt me. The babe has been toxic to me. Fine. Maybe you guys have experienced it differently. Congratulations. Oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. But leave me alone. That's not going to happen under the watchful eye of executive producer Garcelle, Garcelle or Kyle or Giselle. Those three, they will not let, they'll not leave any stone unturned. And it's, it's so black. It's, it's always so black. I'm like, it's okay when people can actually just accept that we don't fuck with each other. I hate your guts, you hate mine. I hate something you did to me. You hate something I did to you. And we simply cannot move past it. But we can be civil because obviously we're in a group setting and things are fine. It doesn't need to be a, oh, so what happened at the lunch you guys went to? Oh, like you said, so what are you guys talking about? So how are you guys doing? Are you guys in a better place? Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. I think um, that's where some other reality TV shows are a bit more advanced than Real Housewives. I think basketball wives, sometimes I feel like if people, two people don't get along, they can be in the same room, but don't expect them to even say hi to each other. But I feel like that's a more honest depiction of real life that there are going to be some people who I don't fuck with. We've tried, we've tried talking about our issues. I feel A, you feel B. We don't see eye to eye. Just let us continue not liking each other. Like this fantasy that everybody must get along. It's old, it's tired, move on. It's whack, especially because not all of you, you guys didn't actually start as old friends. You became friends as a subsection of you guys working together. And even then, we're using the word friend quite loosely in some people's instances. So it's actually not by force. But like you said, unfortunately, some of these ghost EPs just will not let that be. Um, but yeah, that's how I felt. Like I stated earlier, I do feel like Asha gives me Sergio vibes. It's just that at least in this situation, Dana does seem to let Asha have some sort of decision power. And she does sit there and admit that, oh, Asha is more logical, whereas I just am over the top and have no limits. Unlike Sergio, who I feel like is giving love dog and yes man to Stanbury. But um, yeah, the two, the pairing still seems pretty odd and interesting to me. I just, I can't, I'm not getting the vibes. I'm not getting the chemistry. I'm not getting the, how did you end up here? It's, it's odd, but again, congratulations. Oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. None of my business. Um, with Crystal's situation, I think it's quite sad that this is the case. Um, but I also feel like, I don't know, and I don't want to come across problematic and insensitive. I just tend to feel like there's always something with Crystal. And sometimes it feels like she has to have these kind of storylines in order to have a storyline or these kinds of situations have a storyline. To be relevant. To be relevant. And I feel like if she doesn't have something like that going on, there's nothing. If it's not the triggers from racism and stuff like that, and then feeling like Sutton was problematic or dark. Um, and now this is happening in this instance, it's like... Wait, do you mean the one of Erica? Huh? What instance do you mean? Like, are you talking about... No, I'm just talking about in general, the, the actual revelation that this is the case, that she does have this issue. Because even with Erica Jane, I mean, Erica Jane, that Lord... Hey! Let me not say that word. That lady that seems to enjoy her drink. 
she so always I think that. I think we're now in the we can almost we're almost ready to use the A word. Uh, no, because last I, week I know I had your head over the use of the word, but I'm almost ready to say it. I'm on like she was mentioning laxatives and she was like, just poop it out. And I'm like, Do you know what I thought about the whole situation? I'm like, that's like, oh, um, someone you hear someone cuts themselves. And you're like, oh, but like, have you ever tried using a thingy? Like, it, it doesn't like like you're not gonna give someone suggestions of how to continue doing what they're doing without getting caught or it's easier doing it that way, blah 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 blah. It's like Erica, that's fucked up. Erica. That's fucked up. Like you said, it's like asking someone to use a blunt knife and saying, "Oh, but this won't kill you," or this. But, this but, you, but you can still get you can still get the job done, but it just won't. You know, you definitely won't die. It's like, Erica, what? I... She's a mess. She's actually a mess. Um, but yeah, I um, I think even well, what I'm mostly referring to, to Crystal, I don't necessarily think they exchange with Erica. I just think this now revelation that they saw i i don't know and maybe god forgive me if i'm wrong or maybe i'm being a harsh with crystal i just think like i said it's just seeming like it's always something really dramatic in this not dramatic that's a bad word but like one of these kind of storylines in order like something like this i think what you're saying is that it's always you dog yeah and it's like if it was not something like this you have nothing but when it's you, it's always something like this. It's like, ah, how, you know? But again, she does live in Hollywood and Beverly Hills. It's, it's not like impossible. You know what I mean? Um, And the baby is small. And I can say that even when they're in Mexico, the time people ordering breakfast, there was a scene where she specifically said, no, she was fine. She didn't want food. So I actually can't say the idea is actually far-fetched that this might actually be her reality. I'm not sitting here trying to call her a liar. I'm just like, I wish we had more to Crystal than than these kind of storylines. Let me maybe put these it kind of moments. Like, yeah, I wish we got to know her differently. Yeah, and there was that tweet that went viral the other day on Bravo Twitter. It's like where she was showing more personality. It's like, how come we never see this on the show? Is it that you're scared of your castmates? Like, are you afraid of how you'll be perceived? But I don't think you're afraid of how you'll be perceived if you're making these remarks and comments on a red carpet that you know everyone's gonna see as well. So what is it? Like, how come we don't see this side of you? Um, and I don't know as well, because there's a tweet I saw as well where someone is kind of, I guess, alluding to the fact that it comes across as Crystal just gives sob story because the type of storylines in question, people can say very little and people can critique you as a person very little if most of your storylines are to do with this. What can people actually say when it comes to, you know, you struggling with an eating disorder? Were you being a situation where maybe you felt like people being racist and then the last year's or last season situation it was like you felt violated people can say very little or very few things about those things because those are all sensitive things and we actually cannot gaslight you or say that you're lying you know but it's like because that's all you give us you as a as a as a wife or in terms of your position on housewives there's very little that people can say without maybe being told that they're being unfair problematic and i just think it gets a bit boring not so much like you know i'm in my drawer bag but i'm like just give us more so that at the end of the day when we think of crystal we just don't associate you with these kinds of storylines and absolutely nothing else because at the end of the day it does get to that place where we're like unfortunately this is housewives 
there's gonna need to just be more tears of housewife for us here as good as just being a friend of the housewives it seems yeah i get what you mean like it seems like there isn't very much substance to crystal and even the moments where you do get substance because you're just not used to getting anything from her you're like i mean i did read somewhere that she had been warned that after last season she might not make it i don't think she really changed since last season i i think obviously the people who've done terribly this season have done have behaved very terribly so she probably does have reason to be like, I'm probably safe for one more season. Yeah, one more season. But I just don't see why she's still there, to be honest. Like, why are they still paying her salary? Like, when the accounting lady does her salary, I'm sure she even goes, this bitch don't even show up to work. What work did you do this month? Hmm? Like, if they asked, if they asked you, what did you do? Can you show me something? Can you show us your timesheets? Can you show us when you clocked in and out? Can you? Hey, 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 baby, I'm gonna need you to clock out for me. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm not. I'm not feeling the vibes. But um, any thoughts on Erica Jane? Erica's a mess. <laughs> Erica's quite literally a mess. That babe. She just can't seem to get it together. And now that you know, we've seen her being served live in front of the people's oh did you see how Rina walked away Rina said hmm? Rina said it's not me you guys will <laughs> this moment she said Erica I don't know that lady I met her on the plane Rina made a run for it she dashed which is crazy because I don't know I don't know because Erica my thing with Erica yeah obviously you know what last season but Erica throughout this whole debacle has painted herself as I don't give a fuck. So for her to kind of be like, oh, these articles, even on the show, she's like, these articles are dehumanizing her. It's like, I mean, but do you see where the, it's like, but do you see where they're coming from? Like, do you see that it comes out that your husband's been using people's money? Um, you then say, say no, that has nothing to do with me. You're fighting to keep the stuff he bought you with other people's money. Money, you don't even feel bad. You're just you don't feel bad. Life. You're like, but what about me? I'm after me. I'm Team Erica. This is my life. And then people are like, okay, of course they're not gonna write nice things about you. you know, I'm not. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, you have to be nice. But her lack of sympathy and her lack of wanting to like help the people wrap up their case and figure out what happened to this money. It was gonna definitely make people hostile to you, Erica. And I'm not saying it's deserved. I'm not I'm not saying it's deserved. <laughs> I'm not saying it isn't deserved. I agree. Like I think, and this is funny because Sutton, I think, tried to explain to you that you literally showed no remorse. Sutton or Gasol, one of them was like, you didn't show any remorse. So yeah, even if truthfully it does have nothing to do with you, you can't sit here and say, I don't know, that ain't got shit to do with me. That, that ain't none of my business. I still want my things. I still want this. I shouldn't have to lose my things. You don't seem like you're sorry. Because I feel like for a lot of people, for example, let's say, God forbid, you're with a, 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 a terrible person in your past and you found out that they were buying you all these things and you've taken money from a poor family and they couldn't maybe send their child to school. Do you think I'm fighting for my broken? I'm like, oh my gosh, that poor child couldn't go to school because this dumb fuck. Maybe not broken. But... Okay, you know what? Let's put ourselves in the situation. Like, I, I think, obviously, you're going to want to keep your things. But I think you have to act like you don't. You have to, like, I think you have to act, to some extent, you have to act like you don't. Yeah, but even keeping my things, I don't know, maybe it's just me as a person. 
to a certain extent, especially once, for example, the people start protesting, the people, like, there's now faces to these cases. You know, sometimes when, like, people say there's a crime that's been committed um, and they're victims, once they start showing you, like, these are the victims, the let's say you hear a story, a child was kidnapped while their family was on holiday, da, 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 da. The moment you saw Madeline McCann, it like it literally put a face to the situation or whatever, such that you're just like shit. Like you have to humanize the person. Madeline McCann, I'll say poor example. But I mean, I'm I'm looking at you right now, crazy, because I'm like, girl, you could have picked a much better. No, idea. but I mean, because I, I how don't. Many, how many people get their ass beat by the police? Nobody look, goes miss, going missing. Nobody looking for them. Madeline McCann, they've been looking for. Yeah, you better. Okay, that's a whole. That's a whole. They'd be lying on that. Anyway. There's but, money laundering involved in that. Literally, because that search is like three. But um, girl, I think my main point is, once you put faces to the crimes, I don't see how you can see that. These are all the victims from your husband's thievery. And you're just like, well, and they're genuine people whose livelihoods have been affected. For example, the life she's living now, we'd still kill to live. Like some people would actually be like, she's living lavish. Like she's living a life that many people still aspire to have. And that's after she's made significant cuts to her life. Do you know what I mean? And you then if you, in your you, yard. You, 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 you speak, you, you're speaking you're, you, right now. I know what you've been doing before. Now you're speaking, <laughs> but you're speaking <laughs> um, because last year there was actually, last season there was actually a tweet. So there was a scene where it was after her and such and had their argument. And then she's crying. She's like, look at me, look at my life. I don't know if you've seen it. She's like, look at my life. Like, this is my fucking life now. I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for my possessions because of what this man did. And then people are like, babes, you just had dinner with Kathy Hilton. You're wearing designer, you're dripped down, face beat. You're going to go home in a car that's been like rented for, not rented for you. What's it called? Like called for, you know, you call for a car. I forgot what that thing's called. Like there's a car service for you. Like, you're living a pretty good life like the work you do you don't actually have to clock in like most people you film this and I mean I don't know I'm not sure about salaries in Beverly Hills but you're making like a decent amount of money like you could still you could still buy yourself something because apparently Marlo was on six figures as a friend of the housewives so imagine what they paying yeah, the people but Marlo, Marlo had about like 12 years experience in her defense regardless but I okay, know. so you no, but I can I did tell you Beverly Hills they earn less than Atlanta. Oh. But that's why Beverly Hills they just do shit Atlanta could never because Atlanta they're paid. That's that's where the compromise comes in that Atlanta gets paid more, but Beverly Hills they get paid less, but they do they have the most lavish cast trips. They they've okay. been to Italy, they've been to Germany, they've been all over Europe, um, they've been all over Paris. I think almost most most European capitals have been to. Oh, um, okay. but, but I imagine obviously Kyle is probably over a million. I imagine they're they're you know pushing towards a million, definitely. Most of them. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I hear it, it'll suck to like obviously get accustomed to a certain life and have to downgrade. But let's be honest. Okay, no, but I need to. Her life was, and it's good. I don't think you realize what I mean. No, but the guys, let's not make it seem like the she went to life. like, like to live in a rented out flat. No, life. but the babe's life was nice before, and it's, it's actually, I even feel bad for her some nights when I think, guys, we had two private jets. Like her, her house had a cast, not a, not a cast, a church. And it's too. There's a certain level of money that it would be. I mean, obviously, she shouldn't grow up like that, but I imagine there's a certain level of money that you'd be quite sad that. I was living like this and now I'm not. 
but I'm not like, and but that's as far as my sympathy goes. Just like, damn, she, like I get why. Even when she was on the boat, she was behaving. I'm like, girl, same. If I had a yacht, I don't know if she said it was named after who it was. Named. If she had a boat called the 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 illegal. I don't know. It's called the illegal. I'm not even joking because I the remember being like, dog, you're baiting out the situation. The Hold illegal. on. Anyway, you also look for it. But I mean, like, and it's like if they had yachts. They had houses that sometimes she didn't even know if they had a house in that area. It would just be like, oh, yeah, we have a house there. And it's like she was dripped down. This man could pay. Yeah. How she was ranting about her old yacht named Illegal, her vulture. Yeah. How was it spelled? Like like the word Illegal. Illegal, I-L-L-E-G-A-L. Because I remember in my notes, I was like, this is why you're not beating the allegations. You're drunk and now you're talking about how you had a boat called the Illegal. Oh, she, oh, <laughs> oh. Lies, lies, lies. Yeah, and then Jiggy Jiggy, two weeks later, they're serving you. Hmm? No, but you know, I think my sympathy is that once you live a certain way and you don't yeah, live it, exactly. that must be painful, regardless of how evil or how the funds were obtained. It's going to be sad. Like It's going to be painful, but unfortunately, I think that's the, that's the shitty part of life. Like, if somebody does something and you are associated with them or guilty by association, with it, it's going to suck and it's always going to hurt. But like, I just think at the end of the day, like you said, for her to have acted without room or acted like she has no remorse and she's like, I don't give a fuck. And it's like, fine, it's sad that your life was downgraded, but let's not make it seem like there's there are people whose lives have downgraded. Not even downgraded, but like, gonna end that money. There'd be a plane crash and then you, your family would sue the airline. And then, I don't know, obviously, some of these people, they were the breadwinners of their family. Like, the, the families were in, like, some pretty precarious situation. And I don't know if some, I think a lot of people received some, but very few people received all the money they were promised. And imagine if you yourself know that you won, like, an $80 million lawsuit, and you know how many of you there are. Obviously, the lawyer's going to take something, but you're like, I should not be as broke as I am. yeah. My payout definitely should have been bigger. And you've also, not to mention, you've lost a person in this flight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you, Erica, but <laughs> it was other people's money. Yeah. Like, you guys, you guys were actually living large on other people's money, and you actually, you probably didn't have to, because I imagine quite a few lawyers, like Kim Kardashian's daddy, he was a lawyer, and they were, they were like upper middle class. I think, obviously, they weren't as rich as they are now, but I think... The mom had like a ben, like a Benz convertible. They lived in like Belle. Like they lived in nice areas. Yeah. They went to private schools. Obviously, there's a difference between working for the money and never having to work a day in your life. There's a difference. But I think they could have lived a life where a much smaller life that mm-hmm. wouldn't have been as fabulous. But by virtue of winning these huge cases and thinking, ah, I just take a bit off the top. And he got greedy. And now Erica's where she is and look now this is why i'm like at the end of the day it makes it difficult because pardon me you had a church in your house like why did you have a church in your house don't come on like don't come on that's what i mean when i say the baby was enjoying a church in your house that's 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 a certain level of money um but yeah so let's switch over to um somebody else um who does that leave it's not much that sheree as a friend is gossel i still i i still love i still love 
Uh, oh yeah also because i think some of them had covid so there wasn't not yeah everybody. there wasn't much because people obviously were isolated for a lot of it but you see how you still had a good episode even though covid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i did notice that and i hope atlanta takes note that ah, just because it's covid doesn't mean you guys have to slack you also have to show up to work I have to work and those women were not showing up to work they, they, were, they fell asleep at the i shame they they were they were done um, but yeah, I think we've discovered. I think I feel like we've discovered. I think we've discussed everything. I think that's that's it for us this week, guys. Um, had a bit of a lengthy one with you guys. Hope you enjoyed. Share your thoughts with us using the hashtag on our Twitter and our Instagram. The handle for both accounts is R E A L I T Y C H K P O D, and the hashtag is the exact same as the actual handles themselves. Share your thoughts. Let us know what you think, how you feel, and that's it for me, guys. I've been Nessie. And I've been Leo, and it's been lovely speaking to y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.